Welcome, Level Up and Live community, to another empowering episode of your favorite podcast. I'm your host, Sean Myers, joined by my co-host, Ewan Heinemeyer. And today, we're diving into a topic that resonates with everyone, overcoming procrastination, a blueprint for action. Get ready to kick those procrastination habits to the curb and ignite the fire of productivity within you. We've got some incredible insights, strategies, and stories to share that will leave you inspired and ready to take on any challenge. Before we dive in, a quick reminder to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Leave us a review. It's like giving us a virtual high five. Share this podcast with a friend because sharing is caring. And don't forget to explore the treasure chest of guides and planners we curated just for you in the show notes. Let's level up together. So the professor says, in six weeks, you're going to have this test. And um, here's the study guide. We're going to be studying these things. Doesn't matter what subject it is. You got six whole weeks. You got plenty of time. Kick back and relax. You look up. Your test is the next day and you have not studied. And it's cram time. What happened? Why does that happen? Maybe some of you are listening to this and that's not you. That was me. I did not prepare well. Like my brain would not switch on. It would be the last thing I wanted to do. That test is coming, whatever it was. And I would just wait and wait. Maybe I'd pick up the book at some point, flip through a page or two and put it right back down. It just did not engage with me. But that is the simplest form of procrastination that I could think of. Like if I was to think back through my life, like when I just procrastinated, it was when I had some kind of uh, thing coming up. Uh, Normally an important thing doesn't have to be important, but it'd be important and not wanting to do it, not interested at all, had to do it. And I would just put it off and put it off, put it off. And there'd be so much stress involved a day or two days before just cramming. And it feels miserable. Like the amount of cortisol, the negative thoughts, the lack of sleep all, all impacts you. And it, it does not produce a quality of life that feels good. It's not one you would opt in for. And I'm talking about some class here in high school or college could be your work. You got a deadline and you procrastinate, but it happens everywhere. This is just one example. Uh, and if there's one person I know that does not procrastinate, it's like the anti-procrastinator. I'm, I'm sure there is some areas in your life that you might, but for the most part, you don't like anything on your plate and you get it off immediately. And, and I love, and I've started to adopt this. I just like fast decisions, which we've had podcast episodes on that before. But John, how, how, and I'm curious how, in school, <laughs> how was it for you? Because was it like that with tests at all? Because I know everything else that I know you as of now, you don't do that. Like you just jump on it. But yeah, how do you look at procrastination? What do you do when you feel those feelings of, I don't want to do this right now? And and what are the outcomes in your experience in the past compared to now? I think I noticed at an early age where even in school, like I was that guy that I could not wait till one or two days before the test. So you'd study early. I had to. Didn't know because that. Because if I didn't, I would fail, right? And then I would be a failure. Wow. And then I wouldn't graduate. Yeah. Right? And so I I had to forethink backwards plan. And at a young age, even through middle school, high school, and, spe- and, and I remember uh, very specifically in college, mm-hmm. I had to start studying two weeks out. Did your mom and dad help you? No, I, I just, it was more of like, I feel like I was really self-aware 
and I learned that uh, at, a, at an early age. Like if I didn't, then I would end up not getting to the result that I wanted to get to yeah. subconsciously, like, which is passing a class. Yeah. Well, if I don't pass the class, then I don't get to play baseball. And if I don't get to play baseball, then what's everybody going to think about? Yeah. So I had to forethink backwards plan. And because you didn't like school, I, right? I'm just, no, we, I don't know if we've, I, I just know this innately about you and myself. We did not like school. There were certain subjects I absolutely loved, which is really interesting to me because I hated school. Yeah. Uh, it was not my jam, but there was people there. I enjoyed people. Um, being around them, that was fun. But the school was awful, and I knew that about you. And so with me, school being, doing a test or whatever, I was like, I'm putting that off to the last minute. So I just assumed, like, you didn't like school, and you would have done the same thing. So it's really interesting for me to hear that you would plan ahead. I mean, because I know that's how you are now. I, I honestly thought you were going to say something like, well, I did that, but I didn't like it, and I had to change. But you've always been that way. Always been that way, man. And and so for me, it was like it was that fear of failure. So I was like, okay, well, I don't like this feeling. What can I do to what can I do to overcome that? And one of the things that worked for me was for thinking it's backwards planning. So I had to study. I had to st- and then I had to break it down in a manageable task. And just talking about it on the podcast, like I'm breaking it down. And so that was one of the things we've learned with how to overcome procrastination. What we're gonna be talking on the podcast today is why, why don't we procrastinate, right? For me and for other people that I've, that I've helped along the way and coach and stuff like that, it's either fear of failure. It's, and, and, and mostly it's overwhelming, right? And so why do we procrastinate? Cause it's overwhelming. Yeah. And so just like the same thing with a test is, uh, for me, it was like, well, one of the things is like, okay, I can even over, I can either overwhelm, get overwhelmed with this and I can have a fear of, 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 of failure, or I can plan for it and wipe both of those out. Right. And so what I mean by that is like, if I'm forward thinking it's backwards planning and I'm actually studying, breaking it down to manageable task, then the outcome is passing the test and getting to where I want to go. Yeah. And so I, yeah. Cause it wasn't about passing the test for you. It was about passing the test to play baseball. So you had a bigger why exactly. behind it. Yeah. Which is, yeah. which is really interesting. Yeah. Cause I think about like, a lot of the times that I procrastinate, there's nothing behind it. Yeah. There's no reason mm. to. So I'm just going to put this thing off because it's pain. You know, to me, it's uncomfortable and there's so much to do, or maybe I don't even know what to do. Yeah. So I don't put, put it off. I'm going to go do something that my brain enjoys. Uh, the dopamine kicks in. You can get distracted. And I know this about myself. So I have, um, protocols in place to effectively manage it, but yeah. it still shows up. You know, my ADHD, uh, clinically diagnosed, uh, makes it quite difficult. And so I have to plan for things. But like we talked about earlier, you put a deadline in a place for me. I never miss a deadline. Yes. I always hit a deadline uh, because maybe not because of the deadline, but because of the why behind it. If I don't hit that deadline, what's my outcome? I can't handle that outcome of not doing what I said I would do on time. Right. But if there's no deadline, it will continuously go on. Like my laundry, been in my existence. Sometimes I'll be really good with putting it away. Uh, and then other times, if I don't do it in the scheduled time, it will just kind of meander, mm. right? Because I've got way more important things to do. But then it pulls my peace because I know that needs to be done and I'm not doing it. And it just, that's one thing that drives me nuts. Yeah. Uh, so you've coached a lot of people on procrastination. What is, what are some of the things that you see in those, those coaches or not even coaches, but just people you see yeah. and talk to? I think the biggest thing is that I've, is the first thing that pops in my mind is, is overwhelmed. Like it's easy to get overwhelmed, right? It's like, okay, I want to do this. 
I want, this is, this is my goal, yeah. right? I want to lose weight. I want to lose a hundred pounds. Like you talked about before the podcast, or I want one Bitcoin or I want to run a marathon or I want to do this, whatever X, whatever X is. Yeah. And so then it's like, okay, the second step, right. Is tying that emotional, making sure that you have that why behind it, because if not, it's just not sustainable and you will procrastinate. Yeah. If it's not important to you then you're going to give up in a week, two weeks, three weeks. Right. So making sure you tie that why behind it will allow you to push through. How do you get people to tie that in? You know, like, cause people say, well, I want to lose weight because I want to feel good, want to look good. Yeah. But then that's not good enough. No. If you, if you, if you cannot come out and say, I want to look good and feel good. And if you can't feel that within your mind, body, and soul, then you're not emotionally, you're not emotionally tied to it. Right. And so it's like, there has to be some kind of deep digging, self-reflection on what it is and why you want to do it. Right. Because if you don't, then you will procrastinate. You'll get overwhelmed. There'll be some kind of fear. And then you just won't use your resources. You won't take the, the necessary action steps yeah. to keep moving the needle, keep pushing forward. Yeah. Right. And so I think a lot of times we as human beings, like we look at everybody on social media, we look what everybody else is doing. Oh, you know, just like we ran a recent marathon, right? It's like, oh man. We, we make it look so easy, right? You got all these pictures and we're smiling. We're, we're having fiving. You got the medals. And then what are people scrolling, sitting on the couch, eating Cheetos, right? And they're like, I'm going to go run a marathon. Yeah. Why? What are your next steps? Right? Mm. Well, what do you think they end up doing? Right? They're inspired to go run the marathon. They're inspired to do these things. But then 24 hours rolls around, 48 hours rolls around. They procrastinate. Yeah. Right. And so I think it's just really getting really honest with yourself and just uh, addressing the like what it is. I want to run a marathon. OK, well, why do you want to run a marathon? Right. And being in and, and, and you can to me, like if you're surface level and you don't really like deep down inside, go, this is why I want to run a freaking marathon. Yeah. Is because, you know, having some kind of vision. Yeah. Like whatever that why is, right? You, you you're gonna see yourself doing that. Like it's a forward thinking, it has to be that attractive yeah. for you to push through to do those steps. But then, like you said, you'd have to backwards plan, yeah, and take those steps, and it'd have to be a big enough reason to push through all those things. Because it's not easy. It's difficult waking up early, early, running long distance, pain, the transition periods, you know, just the mental anguish, preparation, all that has to be that, that vision, that goal has to be worth it. Yeah. Right. Uh, the more I think about it, like there's fear of failure. Yeah. That's one of the main reasons, uh, for me or not knowing what step to take. So there's indecision. And so that leads to this kind of swirling, right. Of yes, no action. Yeah. Cause what action do you take? Cause there's no steps. Well, let's break this down. Right. Yeah. Three months ago, you stepped up and said, I'm going to, in 2023, you said, I'm going to run a marathon February 18th, 2024. Yeah. We're like, cool. We got you back. We'll support you. Right. And it was an accountability. You had set it in a mastermind group. So I'm curious. You said it, you knew the deadline was February 18th. Yeah. Right. So that was the, what I'm going to run a marathon February 18th. If you're listening to this, stay with me here. So February 18th, that was the deadline. Why did you want to run a marathon? That was the next steps. I had eased into running with you guys on, uh, and I was enjoying it. And I thought to myself, we're, 
what, where could I take this? I think in back in my mind, I was like, what would I have to do to continue what I'm doing mm. and not fade off? Man, you know what it was? It was a deadline. By signing up, putting my money down, I was like, I'm in. Once I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And so, I was committed that, at that moment. So what I'm hearing you say is that you were committed. There was a deadline. So we're, very real. we're talking values here. Yeah. Right? Mm. Honor. Yeah, which is big for me. Huge yeah, for you. That's what I... You say you're going to do something. Yes. There's a deadline. You're going to do it. Yes. Let's go even deeper. Then you stepped up and said, I'm going to do a sub four hour marathon. Yeah. That's what made me want to, that's what made it really interesting. That's what I was like, I don't know if I could do that. In fact, it's a stupid goal, but I knew somewhere deep inside, I was like, okay, there's this amount of time. If I do this, this, and this, there's a chance. So what did you just there's do there? A chance. You broke it down. Broke it down. Manageable task. Yes. And I did by the day, honestly. I mean, by the, it was weeks of, I need to run this much. Each day. Did you forward think backwards plan? hundred percent I did. Yeah. All the way up. And I have it written down multiple places on paper in my phone. Okay. This mileage, this day, this day, this day. And I was increasing each time speed work on these days, uh, nutrition, everything, everything revolved around it. And what allowed you to show up every single day and do that even when you didn't feel like it? Why did you show up? Why did you do the early mornings? I think, well, I knew if I didn't, I wasn't going to hit my goal. And that was unacceptable because I said I was going to do it. And I, so that as discipline, you know, I, I needed to, if I miss this workout, it's going to impact the result. And I'm, and I'm wanting, I want this result. That's because I want to know what this feels like to do it. And so I just, to me, that was very intriguing. That was my why, you know, and I feel, and it, it's interesting because I made sure I enjoyed the journey. I wasn't like a, I'll shut down. And once I get there, I'll look up and be like, now what? It's like, no, I enjoyed the whole time and, yeah. and got the goal. And it's not one of those like, oh, no, well, I'm kind of depressed. You know, it's over. It's like, no, I enjoyed the entire experience. It's like a little bit of art in my life. And of course, now we're doing high rocks. <laughs> and so now I have that to, to train for, which actually really kind of seems like I'm jumping to the next thing, but I'm just going to enjoy the whole process of that too, you know? So I'm, I'm, I need to take what I'm learning out of this into other areas because these things are enjoyable, like physical activity, Staying fit, it's not, it's in my, my wheelhouse, you know, there's other things, um, you know, making, having difficult conversations, doing big deals, um, staying focused on the prize. Those things can be difficult when there's a rejection involved. That's much easier to procrastinate on for me, you know, like, especially if there's no deadline. Yeah. It's like, I'm just trying to figure out what's my next step. What's the angle of me going into talk to this customer or this account or uh, I could put that off until I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of that feeling. And that's normally when I make a move, which you said that a lot too. You know, it's like once I'm so, because I think to myself, because I've done a lot of big deals. Uh, how did those things happen? A lot of it was I put it off, put it off till I just was so sick of putting it off. Then I'd take action because it was miserable. And, and do, have you heard that a lot? Yeah. So why, why, why did you find, so what's the difference between the marathon prep, the marathon journey? And by the way, he hit sub four, which was his goal, which is he's being super humble. It is incredible. <laughs> this dude just started running 12 months ago. So, which is just a huge, huge accomplishment. But I'm curious on what a beautiful way of not procrastinating. Cause it would have been easy 
for you to do. You know, it's because I knew what I, I knew what I had to do. I knew what needed to happen and it was all planned out, laid out. When it's uncertain, it's a whole different ballgame. I don't know how this is going to end up. I'm not in control of this outcome. I'm in control of the marathon outcome, no matter what, that I put in my best effort. But when there's someone else's decision involved or someone else's response and rejection involved, that freaks me out. Yeah. And, and, you know, I push through that. Like, I know this about myself. And so I figure out ways to manage that. But it's always there, always shows up. And sometimes I, I do procrastinate still. And I'll, I normally... I've condensed the time frame, but the more sick and tired I feel of like, because it's not honorable. You know, I know I, what I need to do, but I'm not doing it. Here's the thing with procrastination. You didn't run a marathon on flat ground around a track. Mm. You ran it in the Texas Hill Country of Austin, Texas, mm. right? 400, 500, 600 feet of, of elevation and grade, right? Hills. You had to adapt and adjust is my point. With procrastination, point, dude. with procrastination, you will go through the process. You will have your what, you will have your why. You will have all this that we're talking about, but you will have to adapt. You will hit a wall, you will get stuck, but that is the point. That is the place where you have to adapt and dig deep. Those hills were like rejection. Yes. And you had to push through. Exactly what You had to drive your 100%. knees. Oh, that's really interesting, man, because you know, I'm. You can be afraid of rejection, uh, afraid of the uncertainty, unknown, fear of failure. Right. But every time I've gone up against that, I always win. I always push through. And yes. even if I, you know, the, there's times. And what gets you through that? Momentum. To be honest, once I take the action. Yes. It, it okay, it didn't kill me. Keep going. That's right. And so those hills, I was going to ask, do you think that last hill was a black diamond <laughs> it felt like it double black there's probably a green but it <laughs> yeah. felt like a, but it really was like up up yeah, like it was like on that one like we're going up a ladder yeah. it was that high for hundreds of meters yep uh after 26 but yeah that feels like the same first thing about it but pushing through no matter what your whole body shut down but your brain says keep going i'm totally going to take that going forward and use that feeling that experience to push through on other because it is a deposit in the bank of uh spiraling up it's a deposit in the bank of you can do this thing this difficult thing yes and it is true uh no matter what you do in one area you will do it in other areas yes eventually they will align yes yes you know because you can you can you can rely on those other experiences and that's a great insight dude on those hills it yeah. was diabolical at some moments and yet feels just like other areas of life. I didn't, I didn't tie that in, man. That's awesome, dude. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, man. And so like one of the things I, I think about like a lot of friends and family and just having conversations with people about their health and finances and stuff like that. It's like we all get stuck and we all get to places where we feel overwhelmed because life just hits us, right? One day to another, we get overwhelmed with what's going on in our external forces. And it feels like it's impossible. It does. In Just the like moment. that marathon, it felt impossible yes. to move those legs. It and did. P.S. Sean, the 3.36, I mean, absolutely blew sub four. That wasn't even really a, a problem for him, which is a ridiculous time for a first marathon. Anyone that's ran marathons before and is hearing 3.36 for a first marathon, they're they probably choking right now. Like, that's ridiculous. So talking about humble, Sean crushed it. So it's 30 minutes away from... uh 
qualifying for the Boston. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> dude, but think another year of training, if we wanted to. If we wanted not to. Not that we do. Yeah. <laughs> but another year of proper training is possible. Yeah. Totally. 100%. We'd have to change our whole physiques, body, and, and yeah. mindset and shift gears, but totally doable. Yeah. After doing a first marathon, you're like, and if it's flat, you'd be at 315 right now. I'm almost sure you'd be 315, 320 if oh, it was like flat. And I, I think I would have been at 345. Yeah. Maybe Agreed. 340 if it had been flat. Yeah. That's Houston, 2025. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe we do Houston. <laughs> Man, we're getting way off track there. Yeah. But, but it's well, the same it, thing. It's the same it's, thing. It's, it does so align. We're saying maybe, right? Yeah. And so What's I think possible? what a lot of individuals do is we're saying maybe, okay, cool. It's where it starts, isn't it? It, it is where it starts. Possible. Yes. What's possible. But the next thing is, run a marathon at Houston 2025, right? Okay, that's what it is. If we, me and you, don't have a, a compelling, a, a big enough why yeah. to go through that journey again yeah. and manageable task, right? Then what's going to happen? We'll brush it to the side. We'll get overwhelmed. And there'll be, you know, we're, we're not going to do what it takes. It'll be a story that we tell someone, man, I was going to run the Houston, yes. but it didn't really happen. And that, as opposed to, man, we we set a goal for the Austin Marathon and we freaking did it. Yeah. Versus, oh, we were going to do just a marathon, but you know, it didn't work out. Man, the power of that conversation versus power of that conversation yeah. is a life changer. Yeah. You know, like when you're discussing that, what it says to your, your brain, your body all ties in like, man, I'm the, we are the people who did that thing, yeah. you know, but we weren't before. Yeah. And there's been areas of life, man, so many areas of life where I've had that, well, I was going to do this thing and it just doesn't compare. Yeah. You know, it's worth it to push through and be extraordinary and level level up. What would you, so if you saw two guys, right? And those two guys were, you drew the line down the middle of them. You saw one that procrastinated and you saw one that didn't procrastinate. Who's going to hit their goals? Who's going to get to where they want to be? Which gonna life is going to look? Which life is going to look yeah. like it, they want it to look like, Yeah, right? It's the guy that doesn't procrastinate. 100%. It's the guy that breaks things down in manageable task, right? Spends the time on the what, the goal, the why, why you want to do it, and then breaking it down. If you're stuck, Google it. Google Start it, there. Man. Or get a coach. Or get a coach. Or get a mentor. I mean... Which could be a podcast, which could be a book, 100%. which could be an actual coach. Yes. You know, I was thinking... Search it. I, tell them... Uh, I want to share the... the When we did the billboard. Remember the billboard? Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Okay. Yeah. Say yeah, yeah, yeah. that one. That's really cool. We did a, an episode, Chris Brown on billboard investing. Phenomenal guy. Phenomenal guy. And this was a couple of weeks ago. Anyways, long story short, the this gentleman did a uh, scheduled a consultation via email for for a potential coaching client, and had a call set up with him the next day. Talked, had a ten to fifteen minute free consultation. I said, "Hey, man, how'd you hear about us?" He goes, "Well, he's like, actually, I was at a Elevate." Uh, conference in Pennsylvania. I was like, oh, interesting. Guy was 24, 25 years old. I was like, okay, okay tell me more. He's like, well, I was at the conference and they talked about how to, uh, they were talking about side hustles and supplemental income and they mentioned billboard investing. I was like, oh, okay, tell me more. Mm. And he goes, well, I typed in, I listened to Spotify and I typed in billboard investing in Spotify and y'all's podcast popped up because y'all recently had a, you know, an individual, so cool. Chris Brown, uh, talk about how to passively, you know, invest, uh, own your own real estate in, in billboard investing. 
and you guys popped up. But here's what is interesting is that the guy could have procrastinated, right? But because he had a vision, he, the what was, I want a supplemental income, right? I want to learn how to passively invest in a billboard investing. He took action. He searched. See, most people don't even get that far. They don't even that. search. They don't even look into it. And then he searched, then he scheduled a call with me, some random dude in Texas, got on the call, and now we're going back and forth, and he's thinking about joining our mastermind group, wow. right? Because of just the conversations, and he's seeing, you know, we're, 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 we're uh, building that For relationship. Him, man. Professional relationship. He put himself in the arena. He put himself in the arena. He broke it down to manageable tasks on what he could do. That's so cool, dude. You know? It's so cool. And that's what it takes, is just and moving what's the what's the worst needle. could happen? You know, I was thinking about, like, if that guy... What was the worst that could happen? A guy reached out when I learned something. I wanted to do sub four. And I already knew, I told him, I, I know myself, if I had not got sub four, I would have signed up for another marathon right away. So it didn't kill me, mm-hmm. right? I would have just gone for, I would, I'm like, I want that goal. I yes. hadn't hit it yet. Now that, I guess that pressure of sub four is gone, but now I know I'll put something else on me yep. uh, to, to do it. But I could have just, it's not the end of the world that I would have n- didn't hit it. Like I could just go do another one until I did. It's not the, it's not game over. That's it's right. Do it again. Yeah. And do what you need to do this time. It just wasn't enough yet. Yes. And you get to take another swing. Like if I'm thinking about rejection, customers, business, it's not over. Yeah. It didn't work out. Do it again. Yes. You know, it's not, it's not rest in peace. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. So what's the worst that can happen? I think once you get that mindset, procrastination starts to dissipate, you know, and, and you, man, this is one thing I learned about you. Or, or, and that I'm taking in is that the more you do, the more action you take, yeah. the more you do, more action you take because you get better at it. You get faster, faster. To, you know what, what I'm, I'm getting really good at? Responding a text faster, mm-hmm. which is huge for me. It, it, you are a lot faster. Yeah, I, used to, I love it. Like people would text me. I'm like, oh, yep. I, I, I don't want to get a conversation right now. Yes. I'm, I'm, my piece has been pulled. Uh, it's, it's like some random thing. I'm going to wait, wait a day. Mm. Two days. Sometimes I wait a week. Like, hey, sorry, I missed your text. Yeah. Now it's like someone texts, I don't want that on my plate. That's right. Because it will be on my mind. I always know I need to respond back to that person at some point. Yeah. It'd be rude not to. Yep. Now I'm like, I'm getting this out of the way. Bang, bang, bang. And that I know it sounds like nothing, but it's huge for me. Yeah. And it's really been filling me with confidence. Like, it's not the end of the world. It's not a big long conversation. It's not what I thought it was gonna be. It's not the overwhelm in my mind. I know a lot of people like that. I have this conversation, like, yeah, I put off text as well, you know. So I don't know if you're listening to this, if you struggle with that, but Everybody procrastinates at some point, somewhere, and there is light at the end of the tunnel. And most of it is taking the action. Yeah. Just do it. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say, I'd leave you with this, uh, is, is get around somebody that's, that you find that's going to be an activator, right? Yeah. That's going to... Get, your, get yourself around Sean Myers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he just is an activator. <laughs> Come join the mastermind group. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, but yeah, find, look for those traits. I think that's a big Agreed, one, is look for those traits, whether it's your best friend or somebody that's in your life right now, in your tribe, you know, dive deep on that because man, when you find that activator, when you find, and you can like do this, give you a deadline, someone you yes, feel yeah. like you, you love that much that you don't want to disappoint and, now, and you're not yep. doing it for them. Right. You're doing it for yourself 100%. Uh, out of, because it's, it's, it's who you want to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's a space that's been created where you're allowed to be that and do something you want to do. Yeah. And yeah, it's super important. And it yeah. might not be a, maybe a best friend, but you can hire that out, you yeah. know, or you can, Man, there's probably challenges out there, like where people can do a 90 days, no procrastination thing, whatever, something. I think it's different for everybody. You know, it's like find out what works best for you. I mean, I think we have found that groove, especially our, you know, community. 
the people that have surrounded ourselves, we, we you know, with us and, and what we're doing is, is we put the fire underneath and ruffle up the feathers, you know, it's like, get some stuff in gear. Let's go. Not con- so, it's not comfortable to begin yeah, with. It, it's not. But you're going to end up living the life you, you want. hundred percent, you know? Yeah. So, man, on that note, man, level up and live. Level up and live. Let's go. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Level Up and Live podcast. We hope you're feeling motivated and armed with actionable strategies to overcome procrastination. Remember to subscribe and keep leveling up with us. Your reviews are our energy boost, so drop us a line and let us know what you think. Share the podcast with a friend who could use some inspiration on their journey, because together we can make a difference. Don't forget to check out the show notes for a treasure chest of guides and planners to amplify your progress. Until next time, stay focused, stay positive, and keep living that level up and live life.